Uh, before we head outside, I just wanted to take this opportunity on, uh, you know, this fall. I, I was praying about this, this particular uh, Sunday, and I think it's very strategic. It's very special. Uh, this past summer, the Lord has really brought uh, many of you who are new to the church and may not be familiar with our story. And as we launch into fall, into this new season, I thought, you know, okay, we're about to have a fall celebration. Why don't we, why don't we just spend a few minutes here before we head outside and, and kind of share the vision, the story, where we've been, where we are, and Lord willing, where God might be calling you to participate with us into the future. So uh, back in 2009, uh, I was in transition, and the Lord had uh, put on my heart that, you know, we, my wife and I knew that there were some uh, brothers and sisters in Christ that had not plugged into other churches in the valley, and really put on our heart. And so I asked Cindy, hi Cindy, wait, there's Cindy, asked Cindy, hey Cindy, can we, can maybe we just do a Bible study? This was like around Christmas of 2009. I said, can we just do a Bible study? Maybe get some people together at your house and just do a Bible study. Just get together. Let's connect. We're supposed to, we're supposed to be in fellowship. We're supposed to be connecting. And so we got together uh, at her house. The first, uh, it was a Saturday night. The first Saturday night was about 10, 12 people. Uh, and then the word spread. And pretty soon, we were putting out plastic chairs in Cindy's house, and word kept spreading, and soon it was 20 to 40, and we started to pray. And we were like, well, Lord, uh, are you doing something more than just a big Bible study? You know, neighbors are probably wondering why the cul-de-sac is filling every Saturday, and, and, and we, we really felt that, that the Lord was calling us to, to actually start a church. And so, we had our first church sign uh, really high-tech church sign made right there. <laughs> oh, High Valley Christian Fellowship taped to Cindy's front door. And so we're off and running. And it uh, became apparent that, uh, you know, we incorporated 501c3, and then we began to pray for a facility. And um, lo and behold, the Lord opened up. Uh, uh, he really, you know, I had a really great relationship with Pastor Lynn Thomas. I still do from the Wesleyan Church. Talked to Lynn I said, hey, you know what? The Lord's put on our heart to start a church. And so uh, uh, we couldn't do it Sundays there initially, so we went Saturday nights. And so uh, we had Saturday nights at the Wesleyan Church. There's the first group, official first church service of Ojai Valley Christian Fellowship right there, right? That's the group, first Saturday night, right? And then, and then we keep moving forward, and... Uh, we progress. Go ahead, Eileen. Then we talk. Okay, so now we get to this. Okay, Lord, I think we're, we need to move to Sunday mornings. And it's funny because, you know, Saturdays, you know, you can still do church, right? But somehow we were like more legit if we could go to Sunday, right? Like Saturday's a Bible study. I got to go somewhere on Sunday, right? No, it counts. Really, it counts. Saturday counts. But we felt it was time to go to Sundays. Uh, we actually looked at different facilities, in the, uh, we began this search for different facilities in the valley. Um, and then I said, well, you know what? I know this is a lot to ask, but let me go back to Pastor Lynn. And they were willing to move their time to accommodate us on Sunday mornings. And so we began on Sunday. I go back one. On, so on Sunday mornings, we began uh, 2013, right? We moved to Sunday mornings. And, and again, you see, you know, more and more people are coming. And then, did I go ahead, Eileen? And then, uh, one more. And then this facility becomes available. We're going to camp here for a little bit, Eileen. So, we were praying. We, we felt like the Lord was calling us by faith. 
to, to explore other uh, facilities. And um, this facility, if you didn't know, this was a Lutheran church, a Lutheran church of the Redeemer. Um, and we met with their board, and God just kept opening the doors. He provided really supernaturally, miraculously, uh, for us to purchase and renovate this building. So our first service was February 6th, uh, actually 2017. Yeah, yeah. And actually, that yeah, should be June, June 4th. It should be June 4th, 2017. But that's the first service. And we had to bring out chairs as standing room only. So that was June 4th, 2017. And uh, if you didn't know what this facility looked like beforehand, this is the before. This is the Lutheran Church of the Redeemer when we walked in the very first night. And then this is what God, the vision God put on our heart for where you are today. You're right? So, so that's our story. Yes, that's our story. And, and as we, before we go out there, I think it's important for you to know that, that this is God's story. This is God's story. And I was sharing with the leadership team, you know, for me as I was looking through the slides and putting it together, it was, um, it was celebratory, but it was also kind of a bit mixed because uh, many of the people in those pictures are celebrating with Jesus uh, this morning, and I miss them dearly. Uh, and others, you know, just, just aren't here anymore. And, and, and it's okay. And we're, everyone's on their journeys. Um, but it just reminded me to celebrate what God has done in his grace. But to really be present. Because believe it or not, you are the slide for 2021. Right? Like, tell them, like at some point, like, we take pictures today. You're going to show up in 10 years. And you'll be literally, they go, next. And you're like, oh, man, that was just me. I was there. Right? You're the next, but, but we're here. You are here. Think about this particular group and those at home. This is God's doing. Someone's like, how did you do that? How, how can you go from, you know, green plastic chairs to this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't need to know other than I just be faithful to God. Just be faithful and keep, keep trying to do our best as myself and the leadership team to hear his voice walk by faith, be good stewards of it all, and just stay, stay glued to the Bible. And then, you know, 11 years later, here we are about to have another fall celebration. And so, you know, this idea of church, we usually associate church with the building, right? And so God has blessed us with this wonderful building at 1290 grand. But today I want to I challenge us to look past the building because the church is really about who? The people. The people, right? And I, I kind of tell you this, remember this, this little thing that I've done for 11 years now, and, and I do this, right? If you want to do this, just put your fingers like this, right? You put your fingers like this. Some of you might remember, this is my version of it. So we say, here's a building, with or without a steeple. So you can put one on if you want. So how many steeples? Some none, right? So with or without a steeple, open the doors. The church is the... The church is the people, right? And, and so th- today we're really, ce- really celebrating that the church is the people. And so we look at this building, but many of us may just drive right past that really nice sign out there, right? So the sign says the well, right? And then underneath it says, oh, I have Valley Christian Fellowship, right? <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, that, that, that's not just we put it up there to be cool and have a cool name, you know, and something that's going to be attractive to the unchurched. No, the, that sign, what's on the sign is, is extremely significant and meaningful, okay? So, so the well, if you didn't know, uh, is based on two things, really. 
in the context of biblical times, the well was the gathering place for the community. They had to go get water. And so the community would come out and that's where the community would gather, catch up, gossip, whatever the community is going to do. But it was a gathering place. That was the well, right? Also, in John 4, the significance of the well for us is that's where Jesus met the Samaritan woman, right? And, and out there on the foyer, you see this wooden wall and there's a, a scripture reference. It's John 4, 13 and 14. It says this, Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So two, two, two things. Why, why our sign says the well and many of us know it says the well. One, it's a gathering place of the community. Two, it's where we want people to meet Jesus. That's why this is called the well. We want people to experience the living water and receive the living water that only Jesus can bring. So if anyone ever asks you, hey, what's that thing well? Why do they call it the well? Now you know, right? Now you know. Now, on the sign also, underneath the well, it says, Ojai Valley Christian Fellowship. And we're going to focus on this word fellowship because we're inviting you after this to come fellowship. But a lot of us may not even know what, what fellowship means really, biblically. You might have an idea. And, and we're going to look at Acts 2, right? It says this. This is about the early church. God moves supernaturally. 3,000 people respond to Peter's sermon. They get saved. The early church is birthed. Acts 2, 42 to 47 describes what happens. It says, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. So the early church had some priorities in place, right? And it says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, right? So fellowship and these things were a priority. It was very important to them. And these are action words. They were actually doing things, okay? And when it says, Ojai Valley Christian Fellowship, what comes to mind when I say the word fellowship? Now, it's kind of a churchy word, right? Fellowship. What is, what is the word fellowship, right? Think about that. When I say fellowship, I invite you to fellowship. Are you going to fellowship? Hey, why don't you come fellowship? What does that even mean? Does that even resonate? Is that even important to you? Should it be? Right? What is fellowship? Because if you, if you grew up in a church, how many of you have ever been to a fellowship hall? Right? Or how many of you have been invited to fellowship, a.k.a. potluck? Okay? So, right? So in the world of church, fellowship kind of could mean a location, could mean a church as a whole, but generally it's the social hall where we have potlucks. So if you associate fellowship with just a building or just a social event, it may not really light your fire and be a priority to do. It almost becomes optional. Almost becomes very secondary or third or fourth on your list because I got enough friends and why do I need to fellowship? And, you know, it, if we don't understand really what biblical fellowship is, and really the word is koinonia, and this morning, just for a few moments, there's two parts to Koinonia. There's the relationship and the partnership. 
Okay, so when we're called Ojai Valley Christian Fellowship, there's two components to that. It's our relationships and our partnership. Okay? So when we say relationship, in John 1 it says, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. So if we're going to fellowship, first and foremost, we're all part of the family of God. Amen? We are family. And, and, and that's not something we say cliche around here. We really mean that we are the church family. We are adopted. We are born again. And if you're a believer in Jesus, you are in the family. You are a child of God. That's relational. Okay? The other thing that happens when you become saved, 1 Corinthians 12, for just as the body is one and as many members, and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. So not only are you adopted into the family of God, you are baptized, put into the church, the body of Christ. Amen? Okay? Now, very important. The body of Christ is made up of people who are redeemed, who put their faith in Jesus, who are all in process, right? How many here would say, I'm in process, right? Well, I did, years ago, I did a series on the church itself, and I brought the rock tumbler. You guys remember a rock tumbler? And all those rocks with jagged edges go in there, right? And you put it in the tumbler, and they go in there. I turned it on, and it's like, right? Well, who are the rocks? So turn to the person next to you and say, you're welcome, because in the rock tumbler, what's getting the jagged edges and polishing them up? The other rocks. Church. That's why you, now you say, you're welcome, right? Because you're, you're polishing each other, you know? The church is made up of redeemed people, baptized into all in process, right? Imperfect. Everyone say imperfect, right? I always tell you, you've heard me for 11 years say, if you find the perfect church, don't join it. Why? Because you'll mess it up right? We're all imperfect. We're all imperfect. And that's, that's part of the idea of fellowship. We're in relationship. We're in sanctification together. Okay. You're already positionally put in. So how does this position play out? You're a child of God. You're in the family of God. You're in the body of Christ, the church, right? Well, there's a thing called partnership. And this partnership is what gives us action. So out of this relationship flows partnership, okay? Acts 2, 44 and 45. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. Do you see the action in that? They were in relationship. They were, they were sharing things in common. And they were moved out of love to self-sacrificially love one another to help meet needs, Right? So there's this partnership for the common good. It's an action word. And you've heard me say before, when you come to church, don't come just to be a getter. I hope I get a good sermon. I hope I get good worship. I hope my kids get good kingdom kids. Come here to be a giver. That's fellowship. You want to radically change your Sunday morning experience here? You want to radically change it? Before you come here or before you get out of your car, say, Lord, let me be a giver today. Let me give a hug. Let me give a listening ear. Let me give a smile. Let me give five minutes to someone and ask how their day was and really listen. You want to radically change your experience at church and then therefore radically change everyone's experience here? Be a, come to be a giver, not just a getter. Okay? That's fellowship. That's partnership. We're all in this together. And so 
I want to share with you over the years, how is this manifested? Because I'm really, in a sense, inviting you and you at home to participate with us. Well, here at Ojai Valley Christian Fellowship, a.k.a. The Well, right? People have joined and, and enjoyed relationship and partnership in a variety of ways. One, study groups, prayer groups, right? We used to have midweek at the Wesleyan Church. And then this past summer, we had it out. Candlelight services, praying together, right? Women, you've been relational and having partnership in a variety of events through the years, right? Kathy's done a great job, really the heart of relationship, right? And the men, same thing. Guys, a lot of different variety of ways. There's the Zoom groups that started up because of the pandemic, right? It's funny around here. Uh, there's kind of the joke, like the ladies do all the serious stuff, and then the guys go laser tagging. But that's okay, you know? So, but it, it's relationship and it's partnership. It's enjoying life together, right? We're intentional about it here. There's an intentionality about everything we do. Even when we go to play laser tag or go bowling, there's an intentionality behind it. It's relationship. It's all relationship. We don't do anything just kind of randomly around here, okay? What about the youth all the way down to the teens, right? Hume Lake. When we started the Wesleyan Church, the big youth event was to go get yogurt, the big walk to the yogurt place after on a Saturday night, Right, all the way up to Dojo Boom, the big event a couple years ago. Right, but it's intentional, it's relationship, it's about building relationships, and even down to the kids. Right, kids have been up here at Christmas and Easter, you know, loving on them in the nursery and kingdom. What are we doing? We're building relationships, we want them to know Jesus. We want them to come to meet Jesus at the well, and even now, we want them to grow up with other brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. We want them to grow up with good, encouraging, affirming friends that they met at church, right? And then even, even different ways that people have, have partnered with us in serving, in serving here at the church and around uh, the community, right? There's a lot of you. We've helped people move, you know? We've helped people move. Uh, people use their gifts and talents. A lot of you invested time and energy here uh, in the renovation, you know, over the years, it's just been people partnering with us, being active parts of the fellowship. And then into the community. Into the community, uh, we used to do caroling at the Continuing Care Center, a big, big annual tradition up in the upper left corner. That's a big one, right? Then we had um, chapel and Bible study at the gardens, another care facility, uh, Homes of Hope. What are we doing? We're building relationships and we're partnering together for the kingdom, right? We do it here at 1290 Grand on this facility, then we go out into the community of Ojai Valley, and then we even go to Mexico, and as Mark said, we even can do it in Haiti, right? And it's just about fellowship, relationship, partnering, okay? And, and we all get to be privileged to be a part of it, okay? So just real quick before we go out, I just want to give you three ways that you can do this, okay? John 13 says this, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. You know what the crazy thing is about to happen? When we go out there and we have love for one another, people are going to be going by on grand. And they're going to be going, hmm, I wonder what's happening over there because they look like they are loving each other and they're laughing and they're having a good time. I, I wonder. Jesus says, this is how they're going to know 
that we're his disciples if we love one another. The word love is a verb in the Bible. It's agape love, self-sacrificial love, okay? So love one another. Number one, how do, you, how do you practically put into place fellowship, koinonia? You love one another, okay? Number two, you, you get together, right? Hebrews 10, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together. As some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. You got to, God made us to be relational. And I understand, you know, concerns about uh, the health and all that. And I'm glad that people are joining us, you know, that couldn't be here live. Uh, but you got to connect. You really do. And there is something about being in person, if that's safe for you. And, you know, uh, but the small groups, the Bible studies, the men's, women's, uh, you got to connect. Don't give up meeting together. You encourage one another. You share your life. You partner together. And then finally, the third way that we can manifest and, and really put into action this word koinonia is through communion. Look at 1 Corinthians 10. When we bless the cup at the Lord's table, aren't we sharing in the blood of Christ? And when we break the bread, aren't we sharing in the body of Christ? And though we are many, we all eat from one loaf, showing that we are one body. You see, weekly we take communion here, but it's not just tradition. It's not just because. Every time you take communion, you are symbolically not only affirming your faith in Jesus, but you're affirming your oneness in the body of Christ. Because communion is a representation of all those who have put their faith in Christ. That's who communion is for. So when you do it, you are saying, I'm partnering with you. I'm in this body, the body, the church universal, and maybe God's calling you to this particular uh, part of the body called Ojai Valley Christian Fellowship called the well. Awesome. Awesome. We would love to fold you in, see your gifts and talents, see how you can be a blessing to the body as a whole, right? But when you take communion here, understand you're affirming I'm in the church universal. Really, that's what you're affirming. And you just happen maybe at this season in your life to call this your home, Right? Even if when you visit from San Diego, this is your Ojai home, right? Yeah, right, right? So, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to take communion, and then we're going to go fellowship. We're going to go love. We're going to be together. We're going to eat. We might throw some water balloons in love. <laughs> Just remember I said that, in love, when it comes your way. Because... Through faith in Jesus, we're just one. And he calls us to be active in that oneness. Amen? So, Father, there's, a cups, in your, there's cups in the rows in front of you or on the ground there. So, Father, we thank you for the story that you have been writing for Ojai Valley Christian Fellowship. What a humbling, humbling journey to go back to Cindy's living room. And then to fast forward to September 5th, 2021. And Father, I celebrate. I just am so happy and blessed and joyful with the people you have brought for this season at the well. Here, online, Lord, those that couldn't be here today but are, are part of this church body, this church family, thank you. We just want to say thank you. This is your church. Has always been, will always be. For the season that we're here, we just want to be good stewards of the resources. We want to love one another as you call us to love one another, to be a part of this church family. So we hold these cups in our hands in remembrance of you, Jesus. It's only possible because of faith in you. We reaffirm our faith, our trust that you are the Lamb of God. 
that you died, you rose from the dead, you paid the penalty for our sins by your shed blood. We reaffirm our faith in you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. And then we hear from Corinthians today, Father, that when we do this, when we eat and we drink, it's also an affirmation that we are part of the church. And we've heard today that that's not a passive, that's not a passive thing. You call us to love one another. You call us to gather. You call us to bear each other's burdens, to encourage one another. It's very active. It's very partnering. And so thank you that we can do this as a church family this morning. Remember you, Jesus. Remember that we are part of the church. So we take this communion in remembrance of you. Amen.